Welcome to the Shit You Should Wipe podcast with me, Dr. Debbie, where I teach you how to wipe the shit in your life and on your mind that's holding you back without having to turn your life upside down, become a completely different person or burn old bridges, but simply by potty training your brain and bringing more you into your life. I promise it's not rocket science, it's just mental hygiene and you can do it too. Hello, hello, friends. Thank you for letting me whisper into your ears today again. So today, I would like to talk about what shit is. What do I mean when I say shit? Well, for the purpose of this podcast, I'll define shit as everything that is standing between you and your desire. Everything that is standing between you and clarity between you and your inner wisdom and between you and your awareness okay and because i'm scientifically minded i like to make categories so i'll distinguish between the external shit which is everything outside of you like things on your to-do list things you have to remember people you have to manage and the internal shit, that is everything that's going on inside of you, like your internal belief, your social and intergenerational conditioning, um, and your uh, ignored nervous system responses or trauma. And I will come back to that. Um, But the commonality between both internal and external shit is that it sucks your attention your time, your physical and mental energy and capacity. So besides everything standing between you and clarity and you and your desire, another way to define shit is everything that sucks your attention, time, energy and capacity. It's also a fear magnifier. I'll come back to that. Let me go back a little and give you examples of what shit might look like. Starting with the external shit. So I've mentioned quickly before, some of the external shit might be shit you have to remember or to do. Like for me, it might be fix the clothes dryer or order the kids books or make the grocery list or the laundry, etc. That's one kind of external shit. The second kind is shit you have to deal with, uh, which might be um, finding what to do with the kids during the school holidays. Who's going to look after them? When? What are they going to do? Etc. It might be finding a nursing home for your parents. Or it might be um, figuring out how to uh, save your project that your colleague is not delivering on. That's the second kind of external shit. A third kind of external shit is shit interaction, like being cut off uh, by a stupid driver on your way to work Um, or being uh, screamed at by your landlord because you took the wrong bins out uh, or garbage bins out or by your landlord because you didn't tidy the lawn in front of the house or things like that. But it could be much heavier shit. 
um, the important thing to notice about all external shit is that they all fall into two categories. They're either circumstances or their action. Okay, so circumstances are like facts. And actions um, include uh, things like remember to buy butter for dinner. That is an action, although you have to think. <laughs> okay, or think about what, what to have for dinner is also an action. Right, so the thing to notice is that um, external shits are mostly circumstances and actions. Okay, so to recap so far, external shit are shit you need to remember to do, shit to deal with, shit interaction or happening around you, and their circumstances or action. Now there's also internal shit. Okay, that's all the shit that's happening inside of you. Um, examples might be shit on your mind, a, a also known as mental load, shit thoughts, shit you believe, also known as belief or social in inter intergenerational conditioning, shit you're supposed to give, um, which can also be like social pressure or conventions, and also keeping your shit together. Um, so let me give you some examples of those. Um, so shit on your mind, aka the mental load, is basically everything on your to-do list that you haven't done yet, plus all the things that aren't on your to-do list and you're afraid you'll forget, so you keep repeating them to yourself. Okay, this is. Uh, commonly called the mental load and there is a fabulous comic book written by a French uh, feminist called Emma you can google it you'll find her comic um, come up um, and it's generally carried mostly by women or at least mostly by one of the partners in a relationship so that's the first kind of internal shit shit on your mind the mental load the second kind of internal shit is shit, thoughts that won't go away, that you might also call habitual or repetitive thoughts. And there's things like feeling guilty for not feeling happy, although you have it all. Um, or it might be things like, I'm too big, I'm too loud, I'm too shy, I'm too blah, I'm not brave enough, I'm not smart enough. I'm not, you know, insert what your thing is. Um, or it can be, I can't relax because I haven't done enough to deserve it. Either you're saying it to yourself or you're like feeling that way. Or it can be, um, I'm worried that the kids don't sleep enough, don't eat enough veggies, don't read enough etc. All the things that basically you're telling yourself you're not a good enough mom. Right, so that's the second category of internal shit. They're shit thoughts that you can also call habitual or repetitive thoughts. And it's perfectly normal to have repetitive and habitual thoughts because that is what brains do. They recycle thoughts to conserve energy and they also tend to think binary to 
keep um which keeps you stuck in a loop um but it can also be a symptom that you're not paying attention to signals sent by your nervous system um meaning maybe you're keeping your shit together just a little bit too much okay now a third uh, type of internal shit is shit you're supposed to give how your hair looks your makeup whether your house is looks tidy uh, whether your house is actually tidy um, whether your house is big fancy enough uh, what the other moms think of you this shit fall under social, societal, and intergenerational conditioning. They're the shit you're supposed... Well, actually, what shit you're supposed to give is usually dependent on the gender you were assigned, the family you were born into, the country you were born in, and or what traumatic exper experience or past experience might have been experienced experience so that's a third type of shit um, of internal shit the shit you're supposed to give aka conditioning and the fourth type of shit internal shit is keeping your shit together that is refraining from screaming at your kids when they call you for the 38th time after having put them in bed <laughs> Or when they won't eat the delicious casserole you've taken hours to repair. That it is also um, refraining from exploding or, or lashing out on your colleague when he tells you he has too much to do, that he can't do the thing you've asked him to do three months ago and he is now due tomorrow. Or it can be putting on a good mom smile at school drop-off when you've only had three hours of sleep and feel like shit and just watch your kids to get out of the car. Um, it's also trying not to nag at your husband who didn't buy the right brand of bread even though he knows, he knows what or which freaking brand of bread you buy because you always get the same freaking one <laughs> both of which I recommend uh, to do uh, I mean keeping your cool <laughs> but only if you have an al alternative way to process your frustration and anger because losing your shit is actually a great indicator that something is off that you have either gone past your capacity for whatever you're doing at the moment. Um, like it could be your capacity to listen, your capacity for work, your capacity for people pleasing. So rather than trying even harder to keep your shit together, try and see if when you're about to lose it, you can pause and investigate or, or right after you've lost it. <laughs> Pause and investigate why it is triggering you. For me, for example, I rarely, if ever, scream at people. So when I start raising my voice at the kids, my husband and I know immediately that something is off. That I have either overworked or underslept or that my post-concussion symptoms are playing up. Um, 
But for me, losing my shit most often will look like crying profusely. And that tells me I haven't paid attention to my nervous system that was telling me that something was off. You know, like I maybe haven't paid attention to my body contracting or holding my breath when I was working on a project that scares me. So it tries to come out another way. Keeping our shit together can also look like overworking as a way to distract us from what is boiling inside. And again, that is fine. Sometimes I distract myself on purpose until I'm ready to look at the things that the thing that is triggering me. And finally, keeping our shit together can also create symptoms of overthinking or thought looping or confusion, which takes us back to our previous points. <laughs> um, so the fourth internal shit is keeping your shit together. So that gives you a brief idea of all the internal and external shit. And all of this only barely scratches the surface of all the shit that goes on in our mind and in our lives, right? In fact, I'd love to know some of the shit that goes on in your life and in your brain so that I can help you wipe it. So if you'd like to share, please pause this episode right now and go to my Instagram account. It's at kindandbrave, so K-I-N-D dot N dot B-R-A-V-E, kindandbrave, and click the link and subscribe to my newsletter. It's called The Brain Wipes. And after you do, you'll receive an email from me and you can just hit reply and let me know about your shit. Okay, now back to today's episode on shit. So for the second part of this episode, I want to answer the question, so why should I care about wiping my shit? Right? (laughs) And here are four reasons why. The first one is because shit smells. The second, because shit keeps you stuck in the matrix. The third is because shit is a fear magnifier. And the fourth is because wiping shit allows you to make space for more of what you really want in life. So let's dive into one a little bit at a time. (laughs) So number one, shit smells. Duh. (laughs) I love to tell people, people how I went from being a professional butt wiper to a professional brain wiping instructor, aka a life coach. Because it reminds me of when my twin boys went from diapers to the toilet. And they would call me across the house. They would say, Mom, I'm done. And the subtext was, Mom, can you help me wipe myself? That is when I became a professional butt wiper. At the time, I explained to them the importance of wiping their cute little butt properly. You know, because it's basic hygiene. And if you don't do it well, it will be uncomfortable for everyone. For them, obviously, because it sticks and smells. And for others that will smell their poo and wonder what is going on and might even keep their distances. And as it turns out, it is the same for 
your brain, your nervous system, and everything that goes on in your life. If you leave, if you leave shit in there unattended, it will bother you and smell for you and for others. So my job is to help you wipe the shit out of your brain and your life properly. Okay? First one, shit smells. Second one is shit keeps you stuck in the matrix. And what I call the matrix is our society, which keeps everybody the system is not designed for, aka all non-very rich, very white and very dude, dude, in the hamster wheel of life. Okay, this unwinnable game in which the more shit you handle, the more points, quote unquote, you get. What are the points for? I'm not sure. Because the irony is that even if you are a little bit rich, a little bit white, and or a little bit dude, uh, chances are the matrix is not serving you either. In fact, I have dude clients, I have white clients, and I have above median or probably even above average wealth client and most of them come to me because um, they don't think they're good enough or that they've done enough shit or even enjoy the success or wealth they have noted that none of them are very rich and very dude and very white anyways um, but the matrix in the matrix we are taught to use are limited and precious time, energy, attention, and capacity for others and for shit we don't really care about. So that's number two. Shit keeps you stuck in the matrix. Now, number three, I've mentioned earlier in the episode, it's because shit is a fear magnifier. That's why you want to wipe it. Mm, As I said in the beginning of the episode, all the shit has the commonality to suck your precious time, energy and capacity. Shit are the shoots from conditioning that spend your capacity. Shit are the shoots that don't let you honor your boundaries. Shit are also all the big T and small T traumas that trigger your nervous system. Not that you want to wipe off your trauma, (laughs) right? Um, But you might want to look at how your nervous system has been conditioned to react to certain things because of trauma. And shit are also the shoots that don't let you honor your nervous system response. Can you feel all that time, energy, and capacity that is spent by shit? And when you have little time, little energy, and low capacity, guess what? You perceive threat more intensely. Imagine a day let's say an ideal Sunday morning when you have plenty of time, you feel rested, you have capacity and your partner says, could you please put the plates in the dishwasher? You might answer, sure, honey. And that's it. 
Now imagine it's Friday. You've had a big week. You've had a million things on your. You still have a million things on your mind and a million other things left on your to-do list. You're tired because you couldn't fall asleep because you kept thinking about what happened at work and planning the next holiday in your head at the same time. Your capacity is very low. Now the same partner asks you the same thing. Could you please put the plates in the dishwasher? It might sound in your head. It might sound like, could you please put the plates in the dishwasher? So you might answer, oh, like I never do, or I do it every day. I don't need a reminder. Which incidentally might add tension (laughs) and lower even further your capacity, which you don't really need. So what is the fear or threat in that example? Well, a threat is not necessarily a big thing threatens you physically Um, but when your partner asks you hear well when he asks can you put the place in the dishwasher uh, you hear uh, you never put the place in the dishwasher which threatens the way you think about yourself or or um, your status or your identity Um, So it is perceived like a threat, okay? Although it's the same words in both of the scenarios I've given before. It can, of course, apply to bigger things. Like, let's say you want to start a business, but you are or you feel time poor, low energy, etc. Then you have a very low capacity to start your business. And every thing you have to do might look like an obstacle and it might look huge and scary like registering your business might sound like some something extremely scary that you feel in your body so that you you keep postponing it but the same task with a larger capacity could be done in less than half a day Now, we'll make an episode on capacity because we tend to think of our resources in terms of time and energy. But I find that capacity includes both and goes beyond. So that you could actually have less sleep than you'd like. But but if you have great capacity, you wouldn't be scared or triggered, as scared or triggered to do something. Anyways... So third one is shit is a fear magnifier because it spends all of your capacity which makes things look scarier than they actually are. Now we're coming to number four. And number four is where the gold is. Because when you start wiping some of the shit, you make space for what you really want. Now... I already hear some of you say, but I don't know what I want. That is the problem. And I'd say, no, you've got it backwards. First, you need to wipe. Then you can see, hear, feel what you want or desire. Here's why. When your precious time, energy, capacity is taken by shit or isn't, rather isn't taken by shit as much, you can create 
greater mental, emotional, and nervous system capacity to be with things that might scare you or trigger you. And so you stop freezing or avoiding or arguing. And you start to have the capacity to do those scary things, like exploring what you really want, um, what you really like, value, desire. Because don't be fooled, it's not that you don't know. It's that your nervous system, so your body and your brain, do not want to know because it feels threatening to add more shit to the shit you already have on your plate. So that's number four. You want to wipe to make more room for what you really want. Okay? So I'll just recap why you want to wipe your shit. Because shit smells, because shit keeps you stuck in the matrix, because shit is a fear magnifier, and because wiping allows you to make more space for what you really want. And voila, <laughs> that is it for today. I hope it's now clear what I mean by shit you should wipe. And I can't wait to talk to you more soon. See you. And if we're not friends on Instagram or Facebook, pause now. My Instagram handle is at kindandbrave, K-I-N-D dot N dot B-R-A-V-E. Follow me and I'll follow you back. Make sure to say hi and we'll hang out. And if you want fresh wipes and actionable tips every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. It's called The Brain Wipes. Also make sure to download The Mental Offload. It's my free ebook to learn how to start wiping things off your to-do list. It's been known to help people save precious time and energy. It's also been called What Everybody's Psychic Butthole Needs.